This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Today is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023, and breaking news, the FBI searches Joe Biden's home in Rehoboth at this very moment. The FBI is combing through Joe Biden's private residence in Rehoboth. Breaking news, the FBI searched Joe Biden's think tank days before the midterm election and the White House hid it from the public. Breaking news, Republicans are planning on introducing articles of impeachment against Joe Biden and House Oversight Chair says the National Archives are blocking them from releasing information about these FBI searches and... Will Joe ditch Kamala? And will the Democrat Party ditch Joe Biden? And we got a hell of a show for you, baby. Buckle up. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Breaking news right now, this very second, as we speak, FBI agents have kicked in the door of Joe Biden's Rehoboth Mansion beachside compound and are combing through it for further classified documents and top secret evidence. Ladies and gentlemen, how many times? must we say on this show that these people are cruel and they are neo-Marxists and they celebrate communist China. They like the way communist China does things. Death by a thousand cuts, the ancient Chinese torture. They're going to use it on Joe Biden. We've been telling you, don't hold your breath. They're going to raid his Rehoboth house. Then they're going to raid his sock drawer. Then they're going to raid the bed, bath and beyond shower curtain department where Jill Biden gets all of her dresses. They're going to raid him until he decides to acquiesce to their requests, which is to politely not run for president. Allow Michelle Obama to take her throne. Allow Gavin Newsom to become the Joker villain that he's always wanted to be and turn all of America into Gotham, control destruction, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden ain't following the rules. And so the people who are actually in charge with their hand up his backside are going to start to use their Muppet power. This is happening as we speak, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden, House raided. Here's the breaking news. Mika, that's absolutely right. According to three sources familiar with this matter, FBI uh, agents, as we speak, are searching President Biden's Rehoboth Beach home for classified documents. This comes, of course, after there have been a discovery of a number of batches of documents at his think tank here in Washington and also at his home in Wilmington, Delaware. Now- Ladies and gentlemen, federal agents are currently searching Joe Biden's Rehoboth Beach House for classified document. As the president has said many times, there are no more classified documents to be found. Oh, so inconvenient, actually. Joe Biden is cooperating with the search, his attorney Bob Bauer said. There is the photo of the house. Today, the president's uh, full support and cooperation, the DOJ is conducting a planned search of his house in Rehoboth, Delaware, under DOJ standard procedures in the interest of optimal security and integrity. It is it sought to do work without advanced public notice. We agreed to cooperate, Bauer said in a statement. It's a little strange. Do you think the FBI would contact you 
and ask your permission before they searched your home. The pro-life father from Philadelphia, who was just found not guilty from Joe Biden's Gestapo kicking in his door in front of his nine children as they screamed. He certainly didn't get a fair warning. J6ers certainly don't get fair warnings. You or I wouldn't get a fair warning. They wouldn't ask for a planned search of your home in cooperation and standard procedures in order to seek security and integrity. We will give you advance notice. Do you think the FBI would do that to you? Hmm. Please. Biden's attorney said there have been no classified documents at his beach home uh, having searched it himself. Would they also allow your lawyer to taint a crime scene? Would they let your attorney plow through a crime scene in order to find, discard or destroy evidence of your wrongdoing? Ladies and gentlemen, see, this is the difference in the handling of Donald Trump. And the handling of Joe Biden, it's the same result. The result is that you harm and or disallow a person to run for president. That's the goal here to eliminate from the presidential pool of selected candidates the people that you wish to eliminate. That is the power of our deep state. That is what they are doing right now. They are wishing to harm irreparably Donald Trump and to surface him right before a midterm election where Donald Trump was not on the ballot. And the election should not have been about Donald Trump. They are manipulating and rigging these systems in order to harm conservatives and Republicans and our chances in order to diminish what could have been a red wave. And they are doing the same thing to Joe Biden. They're doing it with a softer touch with the same result intended to knock him off the table for a presidential race in 2024. Jonathan Turley says the exact same thing. Jonathan Turley, not a Republican, but a wise legal scholar on Fox News seconds ago saying this is what's afoot. Not a surprise to you that they would want to look at the other home of the Bidens? No, the only surprise is the date. You know, this has been a a rather lackadaisical approach to pursuing other possible locations of classified material. Keep in mind, classified material was found uh, in early November. Uh, We're now just getting to a search of the Rehoboth uh, residence. Uh, That doesn't really give you a sense of urgency uh, about the possibility that the classified material could still be out there. What's also interesting is that they're going to pursue this uh, second residence, uh, but there has been no indication that they're going to the University of Delaware. I mean, the University of Delaware is sitting on an enormous trove of documents from uh, the president's period as a senator. We already know that he did have some classified material that apparently he removed from the Senate uh, that was located. In, in, in one of his residences. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have Jonathan Turley saying, why are they taking so long to do this? This seems a little peculiar. However, the fact that they are doing it in and of itself is a total and complete condemnation of the job that Joe Biden has done and is a signal blaring loudly in the dark that Joe Biden is finished. And we will show you on this program how Barack Obama himself is turning against Joe Biden, how Barack Obama himself is assisting in orchestrating all this. Remember, who packed the boxes? Whose documents are these? These are all documents from when Joe Biden was vice president. Whose documents do the who belong? Who 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 is the owner of these documents? These documents were created during the Obama administration. 
we're going to show you exactly how Tucker Carlson laid out last night that it's Michelle Obama's to lose now the Democratic nomination for 2024. Now that's going to begin to be the setup here. But remember this, Barack Obama packed the boxes. Remember this, these are the boxes that have been put together by his team, by his regime, and that Barack Obama probably knew where the bodies were buried here. Remember this also, as we demonstrated on Monday, Joe Biden isn't a real, like he's not really staffed with anyone other than Joe Biden, than, than Barack Obama apparatchiks. Correction, forgive me there. The Obama sisters are in charge of his director of national intelligence, assistant attorney general, home uh, national security advisor, all of Obama's closest friends and allies serve in key law enforcement positions all around Joe Biden. And they are always prepared with the poison pill. They knew this man was corrupt. They knew he was a Muppet. They knew they had leverage on him, much like a mafia or a cartel. And they knew exactly how to leverage that pressure when the time came and when he got out of line. They knew, ladies and gentlemen, how to take down Dementia Boy. Uh, we went to Joe Biden's house once. Just to give you a little bit of a fuller picture of what's going on here, Joe Biden has multiple beachside mansions. Pretty curious for a public servant. We'll get into that, ladies and gentlemen. How can Joe Biden afford such a place? Well, <laughs> the answer is Hunter Biden. We went to Joe Biden's beach house once because Joe Biden's building a massive wall around this house. Joe Biden had to ask the ritzy Delaware County that he lives in inside of a ritzy little neighborhood for an easement to build a massive wall around his home. So as Joe Biden deconstructs Donald Trump's wall on the border to make your neighborhoods less safe, he's building a wall around his own mansion. Go ahead and take a look at uh, what Joe Biden's house looks like. We discovered for ourselves on the street. Watch. You can't film here. Okay, keep rolling. <laughs> That's the Secret Service telling us. We couldn't film outside of Brandon's house. Whatever, man. You know, you guys don't get to make the rules on, on a public road. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we didn't, we didn't fight with the Secret Service, but we certainly did do a full story. You can find that on our social media about Joe Biden's great wall that he's building around his house. Joe Biden lives in a ritzy little neighborhood uh, right next to Brandon Falls, which is the special location where Brandon fell off his bike. Uh, Brandon fell off his bike. I mean, I think we have the map up here. We have the map. We can show you sort of on a map like where this FBI raid is going on right now. Again, the FBI agents are searching Joe Biden's beach house. Can we zoom out here? Show you like where this is. If you are not familiar with the state of Delaware, sort of like where where this is. That little that little parking lot up there, that little pond area. That's where Biden fell off his bike, lovingly known as Brandon Falls and listed as Brandon Falls on Google Maps. Zooming out a little more. You can see that this is the Rehoboth area of Delaware. It's right on the beach. Let's see, right on the Atlantic Ocean. And we can pull out a little bit more here. And you can see uh, sort of the, the the Cape there, right? And then up, up there is New Jersey. Just to give you sort of a sort of a geographic 
sort of a geographic breakdown of where this uh, where Joe Biden's other secondary mansion is in the state of Delaware. Uh, Joe, this is where Joe Biden famously fell off his bike. I think we have a reminder of that just because we uh, are gluttons for humor on this show. Okay, so this is the famous location where Joe Brandon fell off his bike. Donald Trump actually responded by posting this meme when that happened. (laughs) And also the internet complied by giving us another life alert meme. When you fall and can't get up, an accident can turn into a tragedy. But with Life Alert, one touch of a button can get you help, fast. Life Alert Security Center, is this Joe? I have fallen my bike and I can't get up. The ambulance is on its way. I'm notifying your doctor and your next door neighbor, Joe. And don't worry, I'll stay right here with you until help. All right. <laughs> we just decided we had, since the, the news was breaking, we had to go back to some of those old classic memes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Joe Biden getting a chance to essentially uh, fall over on his bike, collapse, while his entire administration is collapsing around him. This is what's happening now, ladies and gentlemen. This White House is in total and complete meltdown. Now, this isn't the only notified raid that we know of over the last 24 hours. It turns out that the Penn Biden Center was also raided in November, and the White House kept this from us. FBI also searched Joe Biden's Chinese Penn Biden Center in November. The president's lawyers found 10 classified documents, more revelations to come out despite the White House's claims of transparency. So the FBI has now in the last 24 hours, raided two Joe Biden properties. That's on top of their raid of the Wilmington property. So yes, Joe Biden falling off the bike is an apt metaphor for what is going on right now inside of this administration. So this is a huge scandal because the cover-up is going to really get these people in the end. We have been communicating with our some of our dearest friends inside of Congress. They have been telling us, this cover-up isn't looking good. It's the cover-up that gets you. And the Biden administration lying repeatedly on the record about these documents and then withholding this information, having the Department of Justice tell the National Archives that they can't talk about this information or release a press release about this information, as they did for Donald Trump time and time again, is obstruction of justice. It is meddling in an election. And this is where they're going to get them. Mark my words. Be prepared. They're coming after Joe Biden for this. And this is going to be an impeachment article, obstruction of justice. Trust me, I've heard it directly. Here's the breaking news on Joe Biden's Penn Biden Center getting raided. FBI agents searched the Penn Biden Center in Washington sometime in mid-November. Multiple sources familiar with the investigation are telling Fox News it is not clear how many agents were present, but President Biden's team was fully aware and uh, consent was given. No search warrant involved, and it's not clear if agents took anything from the center. Mm, Okay, consent was given. Well, that's good. Never happened with uh, 
Hunter Biden or any of his particular affairs. But it turns out now Biden's are giving consent. Well done. Uh, what did the FBI find inside of the Penn Biden Center? What don't we know? What won't they hand over to Congress? People are asking those questions. Please watch. You know, while the president was out touting his infrastructure law and trying to raise money at that DNC fundraiser, we got news that apparently the FBI had searched the Penn Biden Center sometime in mid-November uh, for classified documents, uh, which is a search that we did not previously know about. It was not mentioned in statements that we got from both the White House counsel's office and from Biden's personal attorneys, which gave what we thought was a full timeline of everything that had happened so far. Our colleagues at the Justice Department confirmed firm from multiple sources that Biden's team was fully aware that this was happening. They gave their consent. There was never a search warrant involved. And it's still unclear if the agents got anything from the center. But the FBI and DOJ are declining to comment. The attorney general might have referred to this event somewhat loosely in his description of events. He said earlier this month on Wednesday, November 9th, the FBI commenced an assessment consistent with standard protocols to understand whether classified information had been mishandled in violation of federal law. This search is is now the second time we know of where FBI agents searched through a property that Biden's team had already gone through. The same thing happened after Biden's team initially looked through his Wilmington home. It does leave open the question of whether the FBI will now search or might have already searched Biden's Rehoboth home, which his team told us they have already checked and cleared. So if you're standing there with a bloody meat cleaver on your house and there happens to be like a serial killer going through hurting people with meat cleavers and the cops see you and they're like, hey, pal, um, what you got there in your hand? You're like, oh, yeah, it's a uh, bloody meat cleaver. And they say, well, OK, we think that that's suspicious. Why don't you call your lawyers and why don't you have take a couple months and prepare? Because at exactly this date and exactly this time, we are going to come and search your home. And we hope to not find anything there. So please make sure that all of those meat cleavers are melted down and that uh, you don't have any DNA evidence inside of that home. Make sure those rugs are ripped up. Got it, pal? Do you think they'd treat you like this? This is obstruction of justice. It's plainly obstruction of justice. They're plainly lying to you. The White House communications director was on CNN yesterday lying, having to answer legitimate hard questions from CNN, straight up lying again. Corrine Jean-Pierre told us seven times that these were the last classified documents that we would find. And here we are this morning with two more raids going on on Biden properties. Watch the White House lie yesterday on air. All right, let me ask you about some uh, new reporting here. Uh, according to a Justice Department official and another sub uh, source familiar with the matter, the FBI searched President Biden's former think tank office in Washington in November after the discovery, just before the midterm elections, of the uh, documents with the classified markings. Were any additional classified documents found as part of that search? That's not something I can comment on from here. That's something you'll need to ask the Justice Department. What I can say is that we have been cooperative and uh, transparent from the outset. We put out multiple statements from the president's personal attorney describing the process and being clear that the president takes this seriously. Dude, does the president take this seriously? Does he? We've heard so many times the president takes this seriously. It really, we take it so seriously. We are so serial right now. 
really, if you took it so seriously, why is the FBI raiding the Penn Biden Center? Investigators from the FBI searched the office of President Biden used to maintain a D.C. think tank days after his own lawyers identified classified material there. It was revealed on Thursday. The White House and Justice Department did not disclose the search, which was reported by CBS News, despite the White House's claim of transparency over the rolling discoveries of classified material. It was immediately known. It was not immediately known. Correction. If any additional documents or marked classified were uncovered during the search, which took place in mid-November. On November 2nd, days before the midterm election, the Biden attorney discovered 10 documents marked classified in the National Archives and alerted the Justice Department. News of the FBI search comes as the Biden administration faces new pressure from Democrats to disclose the contents of the classified materials found at his office. On January 14th, a statement from Biden's lawyer did not acknowledge the government search. They have lied to you. And they are doing so through the Department of Justice. So this is not just Biden's personal attorney, which is curious enough to have Joe Biden's personal attorney rooting around in all of his closets. Why the hell is that going on? We've asked that questions. Those are real questions. This is now the Department of Justice lying. They are absurd. Did the Department of Justice stop and pause and huddle with Trump and say, hey, orange man, When do you want us to alert the public to this raid of Mar-a-Lago? Please let us know. Should we wait a couple months? Should we wait till after the midterm elections? No, they just took the photo. They threw the documents on the ground. Now, Cash Patel tells us they they were empty classified folders that Trump had kept for keepsakes and mementos. I guess we'll find out that information soon enough. But they chucked them on the ground and they photographed them. They do that with Biden. They obscured information from you. They held that information in order to rig a process of an election. They knew that this would look terrible. They knew that this would depress Democrat turnout. They knew it. And so they hid it from you, even though it was government agents. This wasn't the Biden attorney. This was government agents raiding this center. On Friday, January 20th, the FBI searched Joe Biden's Wilmington home, and now today, the FBI is searching Joe Biden's Rehoboth home. Top Republicans have called on the government to search the president's Rehoboth, Delaware Beach home, and now they are searching that house. Is the White House being transparent? That's a question. They fancy themselves as the most transparent administration in history. They were asked about their multiple lies on the record in the same CNN interview It didn't go great. Watch. So, okay, you're claiming transparency, but I'm bringing this to you. You aren't bringing it to me. This happened in mid-November. If you are indeed being transparent, why the continued trickle of disclosure around these classified documents? We have released multiple statements from the White House and President Biden's personal attorney has released multiple statements over the last month, uh, walking through the process and agreeing to be fully, fully cooperative with the Justice Department. This is a uh, a process that plays out. We are responsive to the Justice Department's requests. We have been clear from the outset that the president will cooperate with every request the Justice Department has. And we put out multiple statements. We put out multiple statements. Is that comfort you at night, you curl up knowing that the White House is putting out statements. We've been telling you from the get what this is all about. Joe Biden is an inconvenient Muppet that can be disposed of at any time. 
What else are they hiding? White House claims transparency, farce, as more scrutiny. National Archives was blocked from releasing statement on classified documents found at Biden's think tank. This is a huge deal here. You can see in this article the image that they leaked about Donald Trump and his documents in this article. And we're going to go through the timeline with you. I mean, you all remember it's been seared into your mind. The classified documents strewn on the ground, chucked on the floor, photos taken by our own Justice Department thrown on the floor, chucked on the ground next to a radiator at Mar-a-Lago, documents strewn all over the place. What the hell are they hiding? This article is absolute. I mean, it's, 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 it's filled with nuance, but it's very important here. The National Archives, who of all places, I mean, these are like angry librarians, right? They should have no dog in this fight. They should be just by the letter. They wanted to release a statement notifying the public that classified documents had been found at President Joe Biden's think tank in November before the midterm elections. And they were stopped from doing that. This is what James Comer, the House Oversight and Reform Committee chairman, uh, discovered in a deposed interview with the lawyer for the National Archives. Despite Biden's team claiming they've been transparent regarding the classified document scandal, new details emerged on Tuesday that the FBI had searched his former offices after the initial materials were found, the National Archives prepared a press release to notify the public about the discovery, but someone stopped them. Obstruction of justice. There's your obstruction charge. There are only two people that could have given those orders. It was either Department of Justice Merrick Garland or the White House with Joe Biden, the Kentucky Republican tells Fox News. So it's right there. The Department of Justice and the White House. This is interfering. The latest revelation comes after Comer's panel conducted a lengthy interview with the National Archives Records Administration's general counselor, Gary Stern. Comer on Hannity's show last night saying obstruction of justice. Here's your first impeachment charge. Go. If you go on the National Archives website, there's pages and pages of press releases and information about the FBI's raid into Mar-a-Lago and Donald Trump's possession of classified documents. But there's nothing on the website about Joe Biden. There wasn't any press release or anything on the on the website about Joe Biden. So we asked the general counsel, why were there no press releases sent on Joe Biden once it was determined that he had classified documents in his possession? And the counsel said that he did do press releases, but he was ordered uh, and told they couldn't be published. So right, we then so- asked who, 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 who gave him the orders, and he said, I can't tell you that. But there are only two people that could have given him those orders, and that's either the Department of Justice with Merrick Garland or the White House with Joe Biden. So it shows right there that uh, this Department of Justice and this White House is interfering with this and treating Donald Trump very differently than they're treating Joe Biden. Treating Donald Trump very differently than treating Joe Biden. Now, you cannot cry hypocrisy and expect to get anything from me. Okay? You're not going to, you're not going to, we're not going to play that game. We've banned the word hypocrisy on our site. You'll never find the word hypocrisy. Of course it's hypocrisy. Of course they're treating people different. They're my, they're, they're dogs. You know, if you have a loyal dog, you're going to treat it differently. But when it gets old in age, you're still going to take it to the vet and put it down. When it's all creaky and it can't function anymore, you have to do that. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is just a loyal dog to the permanent state of Washington, D.C. He is creaky. He can no longer walk. His joints don't work. And quite frankly, he is a pain to deal with. And when he gets scared, he bites people. And we're going to show you that clip here in just a second of Joe Biden literally grabbing reporters and screaming in their faces and spitting on them. It's becoming hard to watch. But ladies and gentlemen, the question that you have here isn't whether they are treating two dogs differently. Donald Trump is the stray, right? <laughs> Donald Trump. They don't like Donald Trump. They're, of course, they're going to treat the dogs differently. But the dogs, they want the dogs to have the same end. And that's what you see with Barack Obama. Man, this stuff is craven, ladies and gentlemen, craven from David Axelrod in The Atlantic, which is the publication for people who think they're better than you. Yes, Mr. President, there is a there there. This is from Barack Obama's chief of staff, written with the express permission of Barack Obama. And mind you, Merrick Garland acting as Obama's agent here in Joe Biden's White House. Mind you, Barack Obama has said on the record that his dream presidency would be to have some idiot standing there as a Muppet president, and he's actually pulling the strings and hitting the buttons behind the scenes. Mind you, Joe Biden has no friends. Joe Biden is staffed exclusively by Obama acolytes, and this is Obama's third term, and Joe Biden has worn out his very diseased dandruffy depends filled welcome crisis communications at its core is pretty simple discern where the story is going fully disclose the facts admit where the mistakes were made and do it quickly and thoroughly as possible this is david axelrod writing the architect of barack obama so it's been a little confounding to watch joe biden's white house deal with the discovery of classified documents from his years as vice president and senate Casually stored in various locations, including a garage in Wilmington, Delaware, next to a 1967 Corvette. The impact of the first discovery on November 2nd must have been immediately apparent to Biden's team, given the public uproar and the legal thicket of Donald Trump. Biden rightly noted that documents are marked classified and top secret for a reason to protect intelligence gathering sources and methods and people who risk their lives, blah, blah, blah. Why then did it take months for the first discovery of the White House to acknowledge that Biden, too, had classified documents in his possession. And why did that acknowledgement come only after a leak to CBS News about the ongoing federal investigation that matter? What a good point that he brings up here. What a great point. Mind you, none of this is happening because the Biden White House decided to be transparent with information. None of this is happening because the Biden DOJ decided to finally come out with the fact that they have raided all of Jill Biden's Bed Bath & Beyond dresses. None of this is happening because the White House or the Justice Department wants it to happen. It's happening because of leaks to CBS News through Catherine Herridge, who first broke this story, and now the yarn is unraveling. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Obama turning on Biden here. Let's continue, because this is an absolutely spectacular article, and then we have a a, a, a an important note about classification and presidents and how Obama is personally allowing Joe Biden to be destroyed here. Ladies and gentlemen, Biden's there's no there there comment landed clumsily as the documents there in his old private office and his home. At best, it was sloppy and improper. There is some there there. 
Biden and the White House seemingly have avoided every precept, speed, transparency, contrition, and crisis communications. For now, the Biden docudrama is like a ball of yarn for House Republicans intent on tearing into the president, which risks hurting his standing among the broader public. It could also make it harder for the DOJ to pursue the case against Trump. But the president and his team might be willing to endure weeks or months of shouted questions they cannot or will not answer if this means the special counsel ultimately absolves him of any serious wrongdoing. Biden's team appears to be playing this one embarrassingly wrong. Whoa. I mean, I know this is getting into the weeds here, but you have to understand Barack Obama could save Joe Biden with a tweet, with like a single word. Barack Obama could absolve Joe Biden of all of this. Hey, me as president with a summary and plenary power of declassification, I absolve Joe Biden of this. I told him to take these documents. I work with Joe Biden on these important issues with Iran and the Ukraine. Instead, he's sending out hatchet men hatchet men to go to the far left-wing Atlantic. Joe Biden is sending out his hatchet men to backstab Biden. And what image do they use in this article? Biden with his back turned and his head bowed, ready for the blow, ladies and gentlemen. This is a message. This is a message. One of the smartest attorneys working in Washington, D.C., a man who is the architect of Donald Trump's Supreme Court and the conservative Supreme Court, Mike Davis, said, that Barack Obama could save Joe at any moment here. And that instead, he is allowing Joe to, as they said in this article, twist in the wind with Obama's documents. <laughs> Notice how David Axelrod writes that these are all Bi- these are Biden's documents for his time as vice president. Vice president to who, David? I'll give you three answers, give you three guesses. They're Obama's documents. Mike Davis making a very clear case here for how Obama is behind all of this. Go. It's not Biden's documents. It's Obama's documents. All documents pursuant the Obama administration are Obama's. And so this is a clear mishandling of Obama's documents, actually, whether it be for malevolence uh, and making Joe Biden and the criminal enterprise of the Biden family money, fine. But is this perhaps why you don't see Barack Obama say a single word in defense of Joe Biden here? Well, what's uh, yes, that's correct. These are Obama's presidential records. Any document created or received uh, by the Obama White House are Obama's presidential records, classified or not. Right. So what's 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 very interesting, uh, Ben, is, is that Obama could actually come out here and saved save Biden's butt by saying, I told then Vice President Joe Biden, he can take these classified records hmm. with him um, to his home. And if that, if Obama would say that, hmm. it is legally impossible for Biden to have committed any crime here. But short of that, there is it is smoking gun evidence. There is smoking gun evidence that Biden violated the Espionage Act, and it's not just some ticky tacky technical violation. Oh, he. You know, he for, he forgot to turn it in when he left the vice presidency and it was just in boxes that weren't opened. There is very clear evidence from Miranda Devine that they used this highly classified intel on Ukraine illegally to to make millions of dollars. Mike Davis, again, the mastermind of Donald Trump's legal theory and the architect of the conservative majority on the Supreme Court, saying that Barack Obama is the one allowing Joe Biden this pain. He is the person who 
could save Joe Biden with a word. And Barack Obama has been silent. Not only that, Barack Obama is sending his agents out to harm Joe Biden, to write long letters in the Atlantic, which is the publication that all Democrat donors read to know where the winds are about to blow. Again, this is a scarlet letter, a black Sabbath sent out against Joe, and Joe knows it. Watch this footage of Joe from yesterday as he wanders up to a reporter, grabs her hand, shakes her, and starts yelling in her face at the White House. Creepy, unnerving behavior. Joe Biden is a man in total collapse right now. He knows that the people who he presumed were his friends, you remember he called Barack Obama clean and well-spoken, you know, those guys. Um, no, Joe, they're not actually friends. Uh, Joe Biden is learning the hard way. If you want a friend in Washington, get yourself a dog. Watch Joe collapse. I mean, just embarrassingly yesterday at the White House. What's behind your decision to end the COVID emergency, Mr. President? What's behind your decision to end the COVID emergency? Well, emergency will end the Supreme Court exit. We've from May the 15th to make sure we get everything done. That's all. There's nothing behind the wall. Let me, uh, let me hold your hand. You ever read Ashley Biden's diary? It's good stuff in there, huh? Jeez, ladies and gentlemen, so creepy. Joe Biden went on to start screaming at an event for no reason yesterday. Again, a man in total and complete mental decline. It's elder abuse, what they're doing to Joe Biden, along with a m- number of other immoral things. But these people, they're not moral. They, of course, see themselves as gods on this earth. They don't believe in a creator and they believe they are the masters of the universe. And so why not just chuck Joe Biden overboard? Joe Biden knows it. And that's why he began uh, intermittently screaming at an event with like seven people yesterday. People, by the way, that work at the factory that were forced to go. Otherwise, there would have been no one. Watch. There's nothing we can't do. Nothing. When the hell has America ever, ever, ever set a goal that it didn't reach? When has it ever named me a time? Name me a time when America's gone through a crunch and didn't come out stronger on the other side than went in. True international pressure. Better calf care. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the total collapse of an administration. They know that they had one shot and that lightning won't strike twice. They're not only going after Biden, they're going after Kamala. Yesterday, the Washington Post wrote a screed about how Kamala Harris is finished, how Kamala Harris is a nightmare. What happens? We've played you the stunning seven-minute segment on Joe Biden's crimes, crimes that we've known about for years. The Washington Post now publishing, some Democrats are worried about Harris's political prospects. Oh, really? Oh, now? Really? At a pivotal point in Biden's term, let's just read the first part of this. At a pivotal point in Biden's term, many activists and party are not sure that the vice president has shown she is up to the top job. As a longtime leader in the Cobb County Democrats, Jacqueline Badapur has become highly attuned to factors shaping her party's fortunes and her state of Georgia. The rise and fall of Stacey Abrams, unexpected surge in 2020, and enduring influence of Donald Trump. Now, Badapur is worried about the political prospects of a woman positioned to be President Biden's heir to camp. 
Vice President Harris. People are poised to pounce on anything, any misstep, any gaffe, anything she says, and she's probably not going to back any benefit of the doubt. This is what Democrats are saying about Kamala. She doesn't help that she's not that adept as a communicator. <laughs> Such concerns about Harris's political strength were repeated often and by more than a dozen Democrat leaders in his key states interviewed for this story, some speaking on the condition of anonymity to convey their thoughts. What this means is that the Washington Post went out to write a hit piece on Kamala. Why? Oh, we have the answer for you in a moment here. Harris's tenure has been underwhelming, they said, marked by struggles as a communicator and at times near invisibility, leaving many rank-and-file Democrats unpersuaded that she is a force or charisma or skill to mount a winning presidential campaign. Hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, take a look at how Tucker Carlson addressed Kamala's most recent comments yesterday. And tell me if you think that this sounds like uh, communication, charisma or skill. Go. Consider that today's Washington Post expressed deep dissatisfaction with Joe Biden's current heir, Kamala Harris. Now, Harris is a woman who cannot even consistently pronounce her own first name. And she might not be, as the Post suggests, up for the job of leading this country. And we're quoting, some Democrats are worried about Harris's political prospects, the paper says. They're worried she may not have the, quote, political skills to win a national race. Whoa, wait a second, pale colonizer. Kamala Harris doesn't have skills? Isn't that racist? Well, as the Post reports, yes, it is. Quote, some party members fear that Americans are simply not willing to elect a woman of color as president, especially given the racism and sexism they see emerging in recent years, because there's more now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Some Americans aren't willing to elect a woman of color as president. Oh, really? Well, we think that there is a woman of color who is absolutely planning on running for president. Again, we'll get to that in just a moment, but probably planning on running for president out of desperation, not out of an act of strength, but out of itchy desperation because they watch the people who they installed in this office being unable to handle softball questions from limp-wristed soy boys who are reporting for their middle school newspaper about the color of school buses. This was Kamala Harris yesterday. Cringe alert. Are these new green buses going to keep their signature yellow color? These are going to remain yellow school buses because who doesn't love a yellow school bus? They will remain yellow, but their heart will be green. <laughs> I'm, I'm green for like a very different reason uh, watching that clip. And you'll realize so, so much that this may be the first time that you agree completely with the Washington Post and their hatchet job of Kamala after watching the next clip. We don't have a super cringe alert. We should make like a super cringe. There's so many cringe clips of Kamala. We need to make one with a nuclear bomb, right, exploding, or like the nuclear cringe, because that's what we must play before this clip. We try and warn you before cringe Kamala clips. That's why we have the cringe alert, so that you can mute your phone or that you can you know, put it on blast depending on uh, you know, your desire for self-immolation of your own eardrums. But ladies and gentlemen, mark my words, I think this takes the cake. This next clip about Kamala Harris talking about what happens to astronauts when they go up in space is a nuclear cringe alert. We need to create a new classification 
like the like the terror that like the terrorist classifications right you have like green and yellow and orange and red we need to create like a like a classification chart for how cringy these things are and this is the most cringy clip we've ever played for you so without further ado ladies and gentlemen prepare yourselves for nuclear cringe kamala harris blasting off into cringe space go Which brings me to May 30th, 2020. Bob and Doug returned to the Kennedy Space Center. They suited up, they waved to their families, and they rode an elevator up nearly 20 stories. They strapped in to their seats and waited as the tanks beneath them filled with tens of thousands of gallons of fuel. And then they launched. Yeah, they did. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen anyone who decided so cravenly to not have children in her life and to pursue all of the power gobbling that Kamala Harris has pursued in her career. Uh, Instead of a family and instead of children, somebody who speaks so often to adults as though they are children, it's very confusing. It's like there's something deeply Freudian about Kamala Harris. Like she has this deep abiding regret for not having kids. And so then she must talk with all people like they are her children or as though she thinks we're just idiots. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know Kamala Harris. Never met Kamala Harris. But I would love to ask her that question. Like, why exactly do you speak to us in such a creepy, demeaning, childlike way? You know, you got astronauts there in the audience, presumably. These people are the smartest individuals on planet Earth. Not easy to become an astronaut, quite hard to become an astronaut. You don't have to baby talk them. It just adds to all of the lamenting that uh, Democrats are doing right now over Kamala Harris. Man, this article in the Washington Post. We've never told you to go read the Washington Post, but it is quite interesting. We've tweeted it. They went in hard, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just read to you the end here. Harris's team, aware of her stumbles, have signaled any number of resets to suggest that the vice president is about to hit her stride. Harris officials say Jamal Simmons, Harris's second communication director, has brought into part addressed the visibility issues and has tried to increase the vice president's travel, encouraging her to meet with key constituent crews across the I don't think people seeing more of Kamala Harris is the problem here. Harris's aides are once again suggesting that her profile will grow in the coming months as Biden launches his campaign. And now the Democrats have a 51 seat majority in the Senate and she won't have to break the tie more frequently. Oh, really? Uh, It's the right of every woman in every state in this country to make decisions about her own body is on the line. Harris said at a rally in Tallahassee last week. She was in Tallahassee last week. I didn't even hear about that. Eric Allen, co-chair of the Cobb County Democrats, asked himself about uh, counts themselves as Harris loyalists, but he recognizes the forces of his party and the country are pushing against her. Okay, so wait a second. So they they, they end the they end the article saying that even the Harris loyalists are aware that internally in the Democrat Party there's something afoot. What could it possibly be? What could it possibly be? What could be transpiring right now inside of the Democrat Party? Who refuses to elect a woman of color? Could it possibly be a woman of color? Who wishes to clear the field and make way and get rid of the old, diseased, wretched, inflationary, spiral, warmongering, open borders, craven, 
vultures that currently occupy this oval-shaped office? Maybe, maybe. Does her name rhyme with Michelle Obama? <laughs> Tucker Carlson asking said questions last night because if you were to watch Michelle Obama's recent uh, trysts with her little media itchy media tour out there, you might, well, develop a theory that this is all set up in order to kick Biden and Harris to the curb and in order to anoint Michelle. Watch. You might mistake what Michelle Obama is doing right now for the beginnings of a presidential campaign. So first, you have a manufactured white racism panic. That's a clue. But the clincher is menopause. Unlike every other woman over 50 in all human history, Michelle Obama, we're sad to tell you, has menopause. It's not clear where she caught it. Maybe there was an outbreak in Egertown, but it's bad. At one point, Michelle Obama gained up to six pounds. You don't know how much she suffered. Let's put it this way. Baton death march survivors, she laughs at you. You can't fathom her pain. Watch her talk about it on TV. I am still physically active. And my goal now, instead of having Michelle Obama arms, I just want to keep moving. Just keep moving. If I can walk, move, I don't have to run. I don't have to beat everyone. So I've had to change the way I see myself in the in, in my health space. I never used to weigh myself. I'm not trying to stick to numbers. But when you're in menopause, you have this slow creep. You have this slow creep. And no, she's not talking about Joe Biden here, who is technically one of the slowest creeps in America. She's talking about her own thighs. Now, why is Michelle Obama telling you about her menopausal thighs on a TV show? Possibly because she's a crazed narcissist who thinks her own thighs are interesting to you. And that's, of course, true. But there may be other reasons. Hmm, other reasons, ladies and gentlemen. And we do have actual news, breaking news of a woman joining the presidential fray today, breaking as we went live on this show. Again, shout out to our incredible production team here at The Benny Show. Nikki Haley is now announcing that she will be running for president. Nikki Haley, Donald Trump's UN ambassador, said that uh, she's going to take the Christmas holiday to mull over the 2024 presidential bid. Well, now it turns out that she has an announcement date, February 15th, is what's being reported as the announcement date for Nikki Haley's presidential run, joining Donald Trump as the announced candidates. I think that John Bolton actually announced to the BBC earlier, not that anyone cares, John Bolton reduced again to pushing his mustache around to clean up cans after the Super Bowl. Nikki Haley is saying, yo, um, it's time for me to run for president. Let me know in the comment section what you think about this as you watch this Nikki Haley flashback. He still has a lot of popularity. If he runs again in 2024, will you support him? Yes. If he decides that he's going to run, would that preclude any sort of run that you would possibly make yourself? I would not run as President Trump, right? And I would talk to him about it. You know, that's something that we'll have a conversation about at some point if that decision is something that has to be made. But yeah, I I would absolutely. I had a great working relationship with him. I appreciated the way he let me do my job. Um, I thought we did some fantastically great foreign policy things together. And look, I just want to keep building on what we accomplished and not watch it get torn down. When was the last time that you talked to him? After the election. Before January 6th or after? Before January 6th. Governor. 
So the breaking reports out is that Nikki Haley has an announcement date. It is the 15th of February. We'll see if that materializes. This stuff is a moving target, but that Nikki Haley has decided to go uh, against that statement and to run against Donald Trump for president in 2024. That is the breaking news. Haley served six years as South Carolina's governor before Trump asked her to join his cabinet as U.N. ambassador for two years, leaving on her own accord. The coming years included moves that have nodded towards a possible bid for higher office. Like other Trump administration officials considering presidential bids, including former Vice President Mike Pence, Mike Pompeo, Haley has walked a tightrope between criticism and praise of the former president. Following the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol, Haley said that Trump had been badly wrong in stoking the crowd and so on and so forth. Um, Trump didn't stoke the crowd, ladies and gentlemen. You can see on camera who uh, were were stoking the crowds and they they were glowing. So what do you think? What do you think? And part of the beauty of Donald Trump being brought back to social media is you can go back and see all of the posts for him saying, march peacefully, don't attack cops, what are you doing? Stop, stop, stop. Donald Trump also sending the National Guard, demanding that the National Guard go to the U.S. Capitol, and Nancy Pelosi saying, no, I don't want you. Why would that be? Very curious. Nancy Pelosi had a documentary crew with her that day. Very curious. Nancy Pelosi saying she's going to punch Trump, drag him out of the office by his hair. Hmm. Odd that. Nancy Pelosi reducing the Capitol Police Force to half staff on that day? Strange. Very odd. Good question. Somebody should get into asking that right after they figure out why they weren't monitoring the security feeds uh, at the Pelosi household while Paul Pelosi was sleeping drunk. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special announcement for you, a ongoing series and segment that we will have on this show with regularity. Uh, is our own executive producer who will be joining the show. He is the great ALX. He is the Twitter whisperer. He knows what's going on on this platform. And he is, let's just say, quite connected with what's going on on the freest, arguably, platform on the internet right now. ALX joins the program to talk breaking news on Elon Musk. ALX, how you doing, man? Good. How are you? All right. Hey, listen, Musk bucks. Twitter wants to compete with Apple, PayPal, and payment processing. What is going on here? This is a massive move. Yeah. So um, along with the fact that they're rolling out um, Twitter coins and payments for creators, they're also looking to compete directly with peer-to-peer Um, companies like PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, um, where people can actually just send money to other creators or to friends, um, and it will work similar to Venmo. Uh, This is important because uh, Elon Musk at X.com, which merged with PayPal originally, so he, he originally, when he bought Twitter, said that he wants to make it into the everything app. So he wants not only for it to be a social media, but he wants it to be a home for everything, including peer-to-peer transactions between people. Um, So this looks like it's in the early stages. The person leading this is actually Esther Crawford. She was the one who rolled out the Twitter blue. Uh, She's head of product and she's, you know, been taking a leadership role since Twitter 2.0 took over. And, you know, she's like, very well known at the company for somebody who can take Elon's ideas and actually make them into the actual product. 
Um, so this is in the early stages. Um, it looks like she's going to be heading that effort. Uh, I'm not sure when it's going to be rolling out, but I, I know that they had to apply uh, with like financial institutions uh, to even get this started. Um, so that's what uh, tipped off the Financial Times on the article. So PayPal has gone horribly woke. Now they're going to delete money from your account if you say ideas that they disagree with. We all thought that was a hoax, and that was, turned out to be actually part of their terms of service. Elon Musk helped start PayPal. It's where he made his first coin. Uh, and so this man knows quite a bit about payment processing and how to make a fortune on it. Yeah, so him and a bunch of the so-called PayPal mafia initially had that reaction that you just had to that policy. Um, They're like, this isn't what we founded. Like, this is so far from the original um, purpose of the company. Um, And and you, you go back 20 years, there was never any of this wokeness. People wanted to create products for the product itself and not to tailor to these woke ideologies and and this embodiment of you know elon taking over twitter is basically the same as that he said that he wants it to be like a free speech platform and that was the norm 20 years ago nobody cared about your political ideology who you support for president or your personal life when they created paypal uh, or any of these companies they created the product and then people use the product that should be the same as twitter so you know, that might have been the inspiration behind um, him even having this idea of seeing PayPal going woke. And, you know, he's like, OK, I, I helped start the company. Uh, I already know the business. Why not, you know, take it and apply it to Twitter? So applying to Twitter, we see a bunch of people locking their accounts now. What's going on there? Elon Musk locked his account. Seems like a peculiar, uh, a peculiar trend. What's happening there? Yeah, so that's actually something that is uh, due to the algorithm with the for you, um, and they updated the feed to have for you as the primary feed and following as the secondary feed. This is something that I've been trying to work with the Twitter team to get fixed. Uh, following should be the first feed, and then they're going to actually allow you to customize the order of the feeds. Um, but people are locking their accounts because they're finding in the algorithm, the for you algorithm, that people who have private accounts are being escalated to the top of feeds. And they're noticing uh, a lot of interactions like their likes and their replies and views going up. The only problem is you can't retweet those accounts, which is kind Mm -hmm. of the purpose of Twitter. I've like yesterday and this morning, I've stumbled across a bunch of tweets that I would like to retweet or quote tweet or whatever. And it's like, I'm stuck in like Twitter hell, as they're they're calling it. It's like a grayed out retweet button. Some people, um, I think it was Jordan Peterson, didn't even know that when you made your account private, you weren't able to retweet them. So he's like, this feature is now broken. So like all of these people who are finding out about the private account feature, I'm like, well, y- yeah, um, that's the purpose of Twitter is, you know, be able to be retweeted. Uh, so I, I think, and Elon has locked his account to see, because he's like, I see you guys. I, I'm going to try it myself, and then hopefully they'll roll out the fix pretty quickly after when he sees the you know difference in engagement um, because it is significant. Uh, and again, yesterday all of the all of the people at the top of my for you feed were all private accounts, which it, it is problematic. Final question: Donald Trump back on social media, Instagram, Facebook has made the decision to allow him back to his account, Twitter as well. Uh, when do we expect to see that happening? Yeah, so I think it will be, you know, 
in the next week or so. Uh, I'm not sure when he'll actually post, but I, I do know that when Meta made the announcement, they said that they just had to get everything back up to speed because the account's been locked for two weeks um, or two years. And he said it would be like a two-week process. So, um, yeah, I, I think he should be able to access it and actually post like this w- upcoming weekend. But who knows when he'll actually start posting. I think when the campaign starts to heat up, that's when he'll start posting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen, and lots more campaigning ahead. We're going to have two two years. It's going to be the rumble in the jungle. It's going to be wild, a bare-knuckle brawl for the future of the country, and we're going to be at a front-row seat. We're going to get splattered. It's going to be wild. ALX will be joining us on those front lines. Thank you so much for joining the program. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, some happy news, I suppose, to end your uh, to begin perhaps your day with or to end our show with Alec Baldwin, formally charged with involuntary manslaughter, told cops he fired weapon. So Alec Baldwin now officially charged for killing a woman, uh, Hyanna Hutchins, who was working on a movie set with him in New Mexico, Alec Baldwin has had not been fully trained with firearms ahead of the shooting death of Hyanna Hutchins on the set of Rust and shortly after admitted to officers that he had fired the weapon. So he's changed his story here. Santa Fe County District Attorney called his actions during the fatal shooting reckless deviation from known standards in practice, and officially they hit him with felony charges, the 30 Rock Actor 64, uh, and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the movie's armor were each handed two felony counts uh, involving manslaughter and involuntary manslaughter in the commission of a lawful act, according to the complaint filed on Tuesday. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, what happened here, of course, was a tragedy. And as a very proud gun owner, and as you will find with people who actually uh, appreciate the Second Amendment, unlike Alec Baldwin, who just wants to make money off the Second Amendment when he's on a movie set and then attack people who own firearms, the people who actually own firearms and who know the law are very, very cautious, careful, tactful, and knowledgeable about the weapons that they are using. They are dangerous. They don't use them as playthings, and they certainly make sure that they are trained before firing a weapon directly at a person. I mean, you can see that. You can see the. You can see the shot. I mean, he look, looks straight into the camera and pulls the trigger. Jeez, man. Yo. Bad news. And it looks like Alec Baldwin may be spending some some major time in jail here. So we'll I mean we'll see what they find in the trial. Prosecutors have referred to the FBI analysis of the firearm, which clearly showed that the weapon was not accidentally fired. The actor had said on many occasions, Alec Baldwin pulled that trigger. So a dangerous time, ladies and gentlemen. And in dangerous times, it is time to always seek peace and solace in that which can give you solace eternally. And has given your forefathers and your ancestors solace. The good word, the Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. Psalms 118. That is the verse of the day. Look in triumph on your enemies today, ladies and gentlemen. Know that on this show, at least this show, we have our priorities straight. God, family, country. That is what we care about on this program. We will bring you the truth. We will bring it to you, whether it's uncomfortable or very confusing. 
like last, yesterday's shows on bio laboratories in Ukraine and the Biden involvement, uh, or whether it be on this ongoing document scandal and the permanent state wishing to push Joe Biden out. These people think that they're in charge. They actually are not. God is in control. And so let that bring you peace midweek here, ladies and gentlemen, the first day of February in the year of our Lord, 2023. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.